the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, good morning and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. And yep, I'm your host this morning, Brian Bowershawk. Give me a call, one 344 1170 as the uh, intro says. That's 888-344-1170. Love to get you all in this morning. Don't wait and, and uh, get in line uh, at the end like we did last week. If you got some call, you got some questions, give us a call. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. All right. Well, welcome, welcome to a pre-Thanksgiving uh, show, right? This, yum, this, yum yum yum. I'm yeah, looking forward you, to it. I bet you are, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you doing anything special for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm going to go over to my my in laws' place actually for Thanksgiving. Oh, my, here here in town though. You're staying in town. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. The rest of my family are going to go up to San Francisco, but I'm, at this point, I'm so tired of traveling right now. I just I like a break a little bit. Gotcha. Did you travel somewhere last weekend when you were gone? Would you I go did. to a wedding or something like that? Uh huh. A wedding. I went to uh, L.A. for a Lakers game, which mm. uh, I w- I want to say I'm the good luck charm for them because they actually won a game. It's been nice. a struggle for them this season. So, um, and what else did I do? Oh, we went to Six Flags. But my goodness, that was one of the worst weekends to go to Six Flags Why? ever. Uh, they had. Um, have you ever heard of Key Club before? It's like a little high school program where they do community services and everything. Okay. Right. Oh, it was everywhere was it, it, and it was awful. And the worst part is every inside time inside the park, inside the park, and every time a key club team passed another key club team, they would be like, "Hey, key club, how do you feel?" And then they start cheering like, "Oh, we Real. good. Oh, we feel." And it's over and over and over, and it was just so unbearable. Oh my goodness, so. Uh, I would not recommend going Labor Day weekend, uh, or not Labor Day, that, that but uh, Labor Day. that weekend specifically. What, well, how would you know? I don't know. So you need to call in and say, is it Key Club weekend here? I got, I'm going to have to do that from this point on, yes. Yeah, man, I'll tell you. That's interesting. I, I'm, uh, I've heard of Key Club. I don't really know anything about it. So. I, don't, I don't know anything about it. I just know they do a bunch of community service, and it looks good for your college resume. So Nice. You, yeah. So if you want to nice. go do that, you know, just know that you're going to personally – uh, make me feel very uh, have a headache when you do your cheers. But uh, thank you for doing your community service to the community, at least. So equal it out, I guess. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Steve sent me something, and I did see this, but uh, it's probably a good thing to uh, bring up. Uh, don't go, obviously, to the parks um, during Key Club weekend, but um, as far as uh, news and uh, um I heard something about this, but I never saw this article. So it's uh, General Motors uh, repairing Tesla EVs as part of the of new growing business. The big three automakers started repairing Tesla EVs as dealership. So they're doing warranty repairs for them. Tesla repairs its own vehicles at its various service centers. Also relies on mobile repair technicians, which is what they do, who will come to your home or place of business. Well, this doesn't mean you can't get your Tesla repaired elsewhere. You can get them repaired at a local. Um, we don't know many Tesla owners who don't live near a Tesla service center. They've taken their cars to a local shop or dealership. Be clear, Tesla handles its own. It doesn't handle... Well, yeah, it doesn't handle collision repairs. I know that there's a couple collision certified places here in San Diego for Tesla. Um, But is that, again, we we discussed this before where um, Tesla kind of refused to uh, give out what kind of parts 
they have in their cars and thus it makes it harder for well that yeah they, yeah it's hard well we don't yeah so and they're doing this with uh so they've certified certain places for collision that uh but uh um you have to pay a lot of money for it, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, they don't. The parts they, are but expensive. they don't. Well, well, yeah, they don't do collisions, so that's why they chose different body shops. But uh, um, so I guess that what they're doing is uh, um, folks that don't live near a Tesla service center. If you own a Tesla, uh, certain Chevrolet dealers are warranty spots for them now, which is what they're doing. So, uh-huh. so interesting. Um, I I'd heard this, but I didn't. I have never seen this article. So good, good information if you own a Tesla. Um, but eventually, and and you know what? Actually, we're gonna uh, with Auto Care. I'm going to do a uh, um, um, show here coming up. Uh, we're gonna put one together. We we're just talking about it, um, um, and putting a show together talking about the Right to Repair Act because. The Right to Repair Act doesn't cover EVs, which is an interesting thing. Especially with what's coming up here shortly, too. So, What are you with talking the, about in 3034? Uh, yeah, 20, uh-huh. 2034. Yeah, 3034 exactly. would be a thousand years away. I wouldn't be worrying about that one. I'll, I don't think I'll be around to see 3034. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it, it's interesting because the... Uh, all the states that are now trying to either uh, introduce these bills or already have passed these bills along with California, and it's spreading across the nation about having to do EVs. So um, it's going to open some eyes when you do that show for sure. Correct. The number one right to repair bill was Massachusetts, which kind of set the, the temper, uh, the temperature for everybody and what everybody's been working off of. Uh, um, but that was quite a job to get it done. It took years and years. And there's all kinds of uh, um, issues that have come along with it, you know, trying to, but the right to repair act isn't just to protect, you know, people like some folks think like to protect uh, um, um, independent shop owners, uh, stuff like that. It's really to protect the consumer that you have a choice because if you don't have a choice, kind of like your Tesla, when it comes out of warranty, if you don't have a choice where you can get it repaired, um, you know, then it's uh, pretty much a monopoly. What's going to be really interesting and what kind of keeping an eye on as these uh, cars come out of warranty, excuse me, um, they, uh, what are people going to do with them? Because some of the repairs on them are extremely expensive. So um, it'll be interesting to figure out and see, but uh, keep an eye on all that in in the direction we're going to go. But uh, um, good little article about uh, how they're um, expanding their warranty network for for these car owners and they're doing it through GM dealerships now and and a lot of GM techs uh, like and we already work see the thing is that we are we do work on um, EVs not Teslas but it independently a lot of us like the Chevy Volt um, those vehicles they're all EVs they're all electric so um, um they're out in the industry and we're already working on them. It's just Tesla has a, a different uh, uh, format the way they've been doing things. So we'll see. Everything's evolving and changing, right, Brendan? Ever so fast. Really fast now, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So for sure. All right, folks, one 888 Anything you want to talk about automotive related to here to do so. Um Talk a little bit about servicing your vehicle today and change, changing your fluids and how important are fluids to be serviced. Um, quite a matter of fact, I just changed the oil on my truck last Saturday after the show. It was due. So, changed the oil, rotated the tires, checked the brakes, checked all the other fluids, made sure she was looking good and, and running good and aired the tires up and make sure her shoes are looking fine on her and she's ready to go. Give her a good wash. Shine her all up. She was happy. So, uh, you've been taking care of your car, Brendan? Uh, absolutely. In fact, in fact, uh, I already scheduled an appointment later today to go get an oil change today. So. There you go. Yep. You need to need to get that need to get the vehicle serviced. Mm-hmm. It's under warranty still, so it's I know. Uh, totally free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of those came with it? How long? How many oil changes? Oh, this is my first one. First, no, uh, but how many came oh. with it? You said that they're free. Is it for a couple of years? They threw it in, or what? No, no, just for the one year. Oh, so. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. 
I get you freeze free. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> and and it's good that you're getting her serviced. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll she'll appreciate you. They the car. If you ever notice when you get a car serviced and air the tires up and rotate them and get everything done and you get smooth in it smooth like tr- butter, drives so mm-hmm. much better. It's like a happy car. Mm-hmm. We all love happy cars. As, you know, when I had that Chevy Sonic prior. I was so excited to see how it would feel with brand new struts and shocks because honestly, you got me so excited as soon as you said it's going to feel like a brand new car once you put new ones on because honestly, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm never going to sell my car again for a while. <laughs> That's how good it's going to feel. You know, I'm like, oh, I should have done it then. And that, but you know what? I'm happy with my Nissan Rogue and there it's a go. good family starter. Hopefully, we'll do that at some point. Well, you know, yeah. And how many miles were on the Rogue when you bought it? Uh, it was, oh, I want to say 50. Two, but I can't so remember. So still low mileage. Yeah. So it definitely drove better than your Sonic. Oh, it's driving fantastic. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Can't complain. Did you drive that up to go see the uh, game and uh, go go to the key club meeting? <laughs> yes, I did. I did use the Rogue, and you know what? Not once did I have to go fill up with the tank of gas either. Oh. It was our, uh, wait, I filled it up prior, like the night before we were going to go up to L.A., mm-hmm. and drove all over L.A., came back, still had another 100 miles left on it. So, How many miles you get out of a tank? Uh, usually, you know, honestly, it's, I want to say it's like 32 miles per gallon, honestly, so I'm surprised that. How many gallon know, tank do you have? It's 32 miles per gallon is good gas mileage, brother. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it, it felt longer because on the highway because, like I said, it, it usually it gives me like a range about like 350 because I usually drive city mm-hmm. uh, areas, not the highway. And while I was on the highway, it just lasted so long. And honestly, it was great gas really mileage. Yeah, yeah. It's so. good stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. Saving money and having fun all together. That's right. That's right. So, anyway, you do owe that car an oil change for taking such good care of you. Get yes. her in and get in service today. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and a good waxing, too, when I mm-hmm. y'all get to that at some point, too. Let me ask you a question. Did you read your owner's manual when you got that car? Yes. Uh-huh. You did, really? Uh, I, I only read specifically uh, two things that came about. Uh, number one is uh, I don't trust the sensors too much in mm-hmm. terms of um, – just, in fact, like uh, I want to say a couple days ago – my sensor kept blinking like, hey, you're, gonna buy, you're about to hit a car when uh, the car in front of me was uh, – I was already parked, but uh, there was a car in front of me that was trying to edge over uh, to fit in a parking spot closely. Um, and I was trying to – and I knew the car in front of me was never going to hit me to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out how to turn that off. Uh, the other thing that I was do uh, that I read in the manual uh, while I was – uh, driving to, I want to say it was Phoenix. I decided to put on my cruise control to see how it was going, and my cruise control button kept flashing over and over and over. And I needed to pull over for gas, so I <laughs> pulled it over. They said if it does this, uh, pull over, turn the car off, and turn it back on. It should work. It's just a quick error in the system, and sure enough, it drove fine. The yep, there you go. The cruise control worked yep. again. Picked up a glitch. Yep. It was not happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, and the cruise control wasn't working why it was flashing, obviously. That's correct. Yeah. 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 So pulled over, turned it over. Yeah. So yep. um I one time uh flew into Florida. My um mom lives in Florida, went to visit her, got a rental car. Mm-hmm. And uh um uh what was it I got? It was a Ford Ford SUV, one of the little ones. I can't remember which one it was that I got. Anyway, um, the climate control was stuck on on full blast through the defrost, mm-hmm. like um, super AC. So, like, I mean, in short order, it was, like, extremely cold in the car. I was like, dang, man. And you couldn't shut the thing off. It mm-hmm. was that or off. So, um, I actually uh, reset um, the uh, um, climate control module on the mm-hmm. thing. I had to reset the whole system. Boop. Started working again. So sometimes resets do that, mm-hmm. and, fi- and we'll fix them. But yep, um, I had one time uh, when I rented out a car up in Washington, uh, the check engine light just came on out of nowhere, and sure enough, it was starting to leak oil pretty badly underneath. But luckily, a we were already on our way back to the airport to return the car, so it wasn't our fault that the whole thing happened in the first. place. Luckily, it's not your car, and it's not my car. Here's either, your too. car back. It's broken. Yeah, it's broken. <laughs> Sorry. <fix> <laughs> Not not by my fault. So, <laughs> all good. That's one good thing about a rental car. It's not yours. That's, right. That's also a, a bad thing about sometimes buying rental cars because mm-hmm. people uh, drive them like they stole them. That's right. When they rent them, you know. That's right. Not that people steal rental cars, but uh, um, 
Can't tell they you don't many, always treat them as nicely as they treat their own car. I can tell you that. Can't tell me how many uh, Judge Judy cases are about, oh, I rented the car and they damaged it and they have to pay for it all the time. So Are they really? Oh, yeah. There's a ton a of common episodes. One? There's oh. a ton of episodes besides the whole. Well, what if you just got the insurance? Uh, uh, maybe you might be protected, but none of these people have enough money to do that. And they just, they're they so happy anyways. And they so. had enough money to rent the car, though? Yep. I, it doesn't make sense to me, too. You know, there's a thing that there's a there's an app like uh, I talked to a girl that is friends of mine that lives up in Chicago and she like rents her car out to people all the time. Like, daily. I've seen this. There, I've seen this for app that. for this. Yeah. Where uh, people will just come over to your house. Hey, I'm going to borrow your car. And yeah. like, OK, yep, she gets, makes money off of it. So I guess it'd be OK if you had a car that you like really didn't care much about. But, exactly. But keep in mind, people are not going to treat your car and they might leave it anywhere. They're not going to treat your car the way you do. Right. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want anybody driving my truck. That's for sure. Forget it. It's not, I'll find a different way to make money than that. So any interesting stuff. But for sure, things people do with cars. All right, folks, one 888 That's 888 Anything automotive related. We're going to take a first break here real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Give us a call here, one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Do want to remind folks that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved, star certified for smog coming up on 30 years this August. Whew. Grown old with that. That, that company location. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved in, uh, out there and taking care of folks in East County for uh, coming up on uh, right around 10 years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue. Uh, uh, AAA approved and smog certified in Central San Diego right there taking care of folks for coming up on five years. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, Right here in the Golden Triangle, taking care of folks over there for coming up on four years. Actually, coming up on six years in Kearney Mason, four years in uh, uh, Miramar. Um, all of us, the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio um, as we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in, have your vehicle service repair, find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. All you have to do is go to westautomotivegroup.com. You can see what we're all about, make appointments, check us out, etc. We're also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit, of course. Uh, you can take advantage of our Certicare transmission diagnosis or diagnosis of any drivability concerns. We are the experts. Get your vehicle in, get it diagnosed properly. Best money ever spent is on a quality diagnosis by a qualified technician, no question about it. No, don't be throwing parts at a car. It just gets expensive and causes other issues. Um, go to westautomotivegroup.com to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We always send little tips out, fun, fun stuff. Um, you can also click on the Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 every week. Check those out. They're posted on our YouTube channel right from there uh, every time they air. Or uh, you can check out Auto Talk Radio also, what we're all about. You can... Uh, Obviously, listen live or uh, listen to a previous podcast or posted there. Or if you want to download podcasts, you can go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com and tune in. All there for your uh, listening pleasure. Or just go to 1170 AM and listen live. But somehow you're listening now. 
So it's all good. Uh, WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Get it from there. You can always email email me also at autotalk at WestAutomotiveGroup.com if you have questions or concerns. So check us all out and all that stuff. Good, good stuff for sure. Um, let's grab uh, Bodie here real quick. Good morning, Bodie. Good morning, sir. What's a happening? Well, I've got, it just happened. It's a 1997 Acura. It's got about 290 well-maintained miles. Uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 the battery is only about a year old, so it's a good interstate. It's an interstate, of course. And so uh, I, I, go, I, go to, I, t- I turn the key in the ignition position, and the car just, just whines, and it won't catch. So I turn, turn the car off. I know it's better than to overheat the, the starter motor. So I wait three, four minutes, and then I do it again. And then I wait four or five minutes, and it just fires right back up. So it, 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 there's plenty of cranking power, but it's not firing. You know, Is igniting. the motor actually cranking over? Yeah. Okay. You can, you can hear that. You can. It's, oh, so it is cranking over. It just won't fire. Yeah, I mean, I know the I know the sound of a of, of a starter just w- cranking, uh, winding away. It doesn't crank; it winds. Uh huh. What? Uh, yeah, so the what? What year is your Acura again? One more time. Nineteen ninety seven four cylinder two point two CL. This, the car is very well maintained. Yeah, it's got a distributor, right? Yeah, I was thinking about uh, those. I found out I I can get a new distributor for about two hundred bucks, and I was thinking of getting one. Well, I would really like to figure out exactly if it's losing spark, but it is possible that's what's going on with it. Uh, the modules in those distributors had some problems when they get up higher mileage. So that could be. Uh, now, I'm not telling you to throw a distributor at it because they're not cheap. That's an expensive like, component. Just 300 bucks. Yeah. I, well, okay. But do you always just open the window and throw 300 bucks out? No. Okay. <laughs> that's my point. That's a bit of money. It's not like it's 20 bucks. That's one thing, you know, like, oh, I'll try this. It's 20 bucks. I understand you. And I, 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 you know, I respect your opinion and I have the money and I'm willing to spend it for a brand new distributor to make sure that my car is reliable all the time. I get you. But so, what if it's know, not the distributor? It's something else. Well, you know, this is, uh, I bought this car from uh, JC service. About 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that distributor was the second one because when I bought it, he went through and tuned it up and new hoses and blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. And so, yeah, so the car, the car was updated and he said that it was the second distributor and I'd probably put, oh, 120,000 miles on this car in 10 years. Gotcha. So my, my guess is this, this is a, a second uh, distributor in this car. It's highly, highly possible. It's highly possible. Yeah. They did have problems. The other uh, problem I've seen with those is uh, intermittently like that is a fuel pump relay. Not, not kicking Yeah, that in, was my the, second. Turning the fuel pump fuel pu- And the relay's in the tank? No, no. The relay's on the relay block. Oh, so I, what is that? Probably 100 bucks or something? That's not even, probably not even 100 bucks. But if you do replace it, buy a, buy, definitely buy a factory relay for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. So I've just replaced the relay and the distributor, and, and if it happens again, I, then I, I'm updating my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. Or or get it to somebody like us, Bodie, when it does it, then we pinpoint what it, what's it losing, what's the problem. You it know? happens so rarely. It happens maybe once every four, six weeks. Oh, gotcha. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's no pattern. Uh, I the good to, news is, if I, you wait a couple seconds and you try it again a couple times, then it fires up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's possible it is that either a relay or or the or the distributor itself. So. Yeah, I just replace them both. All righty. Well, that's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm not a wealthy guy. I got the money. I, the the car uh, had the compression checked. It, all the cylinders are like 198 or 200, so the, the compression is still good, strong. Yeah, and, and uh, that, that, it, you're not having a mechanical problem. You're definitely having a, a, a electronic problem because mechanical problems don't come and go. So if you had like bad compression, it doesn't come back ever. So it it would have the same problem all the time. Um, so right. it's, it's definitely something like like that, like a distributor, fuel pump, fuel pump relay, yeah. something like that that's intermittently does not want to operate properly. 
And my thinking is, uh, you know, the car's well maintained, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to put put the money in because I can probably get another two, three years out of this car easily. Oh, for sure, that car can go a long way. It's only got two hundred thousand yeah. miles on it, right? Three hundred thousand. Okay, it's two eighty. Two. Oh, okay. Well, you got a good one twenty left at least, and maybe even more. You can get up to five hundred thousand. Oh, easy. Yeah, if, especially the way you take care of the car. So. That's what's important. Oh, and I, and I warm it up, you know. Like, uh, I, and then when it, when the car's warm, I always thirty seconds let it lube up. I see a lot of people in the morning; they jump in the car and off they go, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> not, think, nice hey, to hey, let the oil circulate just a little bit for a couple seconds. Well, and then also let it, let the parts, uh, you know, warm up a little bit. Yep. In most cars, so, though, it doesn't take a long time, especially with newer cars these days. Uh, you know, right. you sit there 30 seconds or so, that's car's good yep. to go. Doesn't take much to warm really? up. Really? Yeah, it they. I mean, they're not up to operating temperature, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, start the car, sit there for about 30 seconds. The oil's flowing through everything. Everything's lubricated. It's good. Good to go. Cars are meant to be driven that way. But uh, um, not not. I wouldn't start it up, slap it in gear, and just full throttle it out of the driveway. That's a terrible idea. Oh. Of course. Now, my question is: uh, Does does it once uh, when it when it's that cold? Does it create a excessive wear and tear on the rings and stuff? No, not once everything's lubricated. That's what I'm saying. Cars oil up quickly now, so um, oh. once once you got oil on them, you cold or hot, it's it's good. So start her up oh. there, give give her enough time for everything to pressure up and squirt oil all over inside there, and she's ready to go. Oh, so back in the old days, you know, we were taught to warm it up, especially in Buffalo, New York, in the winter, is that you know that 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 warming up process will save the rings and everything else. Well, and part of that was because they're all carbureted and they ran for crap when they were cold. Ah. So. Oh, okay. That's why. Yep. So my thinking is correct, but outdated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the newer cars these days, you're you know fine. But once again, you know, start it up, give it thirty seconds, everything oils up. Uh, you can drive off. I until the car's warm, though. I wouldn't be like drag stripping it down the road. You know, I mean that's not. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but yeah, just you know, drive drive like I, I rem- normal. I remember one time I was at my mechanics and he had a, a stethoscope going on. I said, "What are you listening to?" He goes, "Well, so I'm trying to figure out which one of your fuel injections is was, was doing something." Mm-hmm. And I thought, "Yeah, you can you the, can hear them." Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to it, and I thought, like, how many times that that thing must squirt millions of times before it breaks down? I'm like, <laughs> oh, it makes stuff. Yeah, and you think about a piston, right? It's you know like eight, seven, six, seven, eight thousand RPMs, and it's doing it for decades. And I'm like, my God, it's unbelievable engineering. Well, most car pistons won't run at eight thousand RPMs. They come loose. that's a lot but but you know the car i mean the car those pistons 3000 rpms 2500 3000 is they do that all their life so um you're right it's going up and down a lot and it's there's a lot of explosions on its head that happen like yeah well you know at 3000 rpms uh uh 3000 times per minute that thing's going off so, for years, <laughs> for, for yeah, for in miles. I mean, for yeah, you're right. No question about it. When you think of it, it's a pretty amazing thing, huh? It's uh, it, and I think because you know I, I do health coaching is I think about the human heart. Mm-hmm. So I go to this one church and there's a guy there. He's got to be like two eighty, two ninety. Oh, and please. I'm thinking his heart has to be working so hard. And I've known the guy for years, and he kind of waddles. He doesn't walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking is. How amazing, you know, if you believe in God or the divine supreme being, is how how well engineered people are. <laughs> uh, what what just like some things people do to cars, I'm I'm amazed that they survive, but they do. You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, no, I've seen people right. treat cars badly, and I think to myself, holy smokes, and it's still running, amazing. It's still running, kind of like the it's human running. body on some of those people. You're right, my friend. Yeah. So oh, say hello to Kevin. We'll, we'll stay do. In touch. All right, Bodie. Take care. Good talking Bye. to you. Have a great one. Bye. Bye-bye. 
All right, folks, we're going to have to take our last break here real quick. John, hang tight. I'm going to grab you right after the break. Uh, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. 96.1 and 1170 AM. Be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Brendan, do I sound better? You sound. I'm not good. high pitched anymore. No, 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 I? not high pitch anymore. For yeah, sure. Yeah, sorry, folks. I was told that we high pitch. We had to switch mics. So yeah. Hopefully, no. I sound better now. No, what, you sound. I great sounded before. fine to myself, but I, I think you sounded good too. There is yeah. no bass before, though. Yeah. Does it sound better now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have kind of a deep voice, so um, sounding high pitch would be interesting. Do you, you want to hear the recording after the show? I oh, guess. I'll listen to it anyway. <laughs> Honest, honestly, it doesn't... It doesn't mind. sound that much different. Okay, no, no, no. I was just curious. Well, you're the one that told me. That I, I sounded squeaky. I was told. I oh, was... No, uh, no, no. That's all good. It's okay. But we're on to an amazing new mic now. So, for sure. Uh, hey, do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by uh, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We don't stock nor sell anything else when it comes to automotive-related batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. They are the number one technician-recommended battery worldwide. If you need a battery for one of your vehicles, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, and we'll get you an Interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other reason, check them out at their uh, storefronts. They do have a battery for every need. 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa, 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Good stuff. All right, let's grab John real quick in San Diego. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. Thanks for I waiting. I have a, oh, sure. Uh, I have a Tuesday morning appointment at your Kearney Mesa store mm-hmm. to just have some general maintenance done on my 2015 Prius. Gotcha. So the usual things, you know, flush the uh, radiator and refill and the automatic transmission. Uh, do, do spark plugs get changed out at about 90,000 miles on those? Yeah, right in there, 90 to 100 somewhere, I believe. Yes, sir. Okay. I've got like 94. The other, I had a question. So the first Prius I've had, does it have a separate regular automotive battery for the gasoline engine? Correct. So that car has two batteries. One is just the regular battery. And we call, actually on a Prius, it's called the starter battery. That's how okay. they name it. And then you have the big hybrid battery also that's underneath the rear seat. So yeah, it, it does have a, a regular automotive battery. And, and, the, and the starter battery is just a, re, a regular uh, lead acid style battery. Okay. So gosh, with a seven-year-old car, then it's probably about due to uh, get replaced as well, I would think. Yep, and we usually uh, test them. Uh, that battery gets tested with service on your vehicle all the time to see what condition it is or where it's at. But, yeah, if you're coming up on uh, seven years, it, it's definitely on the last part of its life for sure. Okay, all right. Well, very cool. Thank you very much. No problem, John. If you uh, have any questions or need anything else, we're always here. Give us a shout. Have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend and, uh, and a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks to you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's a good question about the starter battery. Hey, uh, real quick, you had a Bodie joke, didn't you? I sure did. Uh, throw it out there, my yeah, friend. I'll have to throw it out for Bodie. Uh, what did the scale say when he was running late? I don't know. Wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Bodie. Brendan's always trying to one-up you on a joke. I, I so. have to. I have to. That's all I got. In this show. That's kidding. all you got? That's as good as it gets? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right, folks, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we'll talk to you about for sure. Um, good stuff uh, as far as that goes. Hey, um, I want to talk about real quick. One of the benefit things that uh, do every year is um, with uh, 
uh, cruise for kids, which is a great thing. And, and it's called the, uh, um, Teddy ball. Um, if you are interested in, uh, um, going to a black tie affair, um, they host this Teddy ball is hosted, uh, on the 26th. Um, you can hop on and, uh, um, Tickets are on pre-sale right now, last chance right now. So, um, but it is uh, next a week from now, Saturday night, the twenty-sixth, um, and it's uh, um, it's a great, great event. Uh, all the money teddy bears raised, et cetera, are for uh, children, needy children. Um, gentleman Nino that runs this whole C uh, four cruise for kids uh, does an amazing job. They do all kinds of benefits, but. Uh, uh, great stuff. If you're interested in joining into a black tie uh, fair event, um, it's really good Good stuff. There's uh, all kinds of people that uh, are being and are part of this that uh, are, are sponsors and donate money to do so. Um, myself, uh, Bill Hal, Bill and Tina Howe from Bill Howe Plumbing, um, uh, the Wilsies from Wilsey Asset Management, several folks. It's, it's a great event. Um, and... Uh, if you're interested in coming, you can you can uh, you well you can reach out to us or go right to uh, to uh, just Google Teddy Ball. You can find it, and the tickets are on pre-sale right now. So um, it's a great event. Everybody dresses to the nines. It's really cool stuff. We donate a bunch of teddy bears and money, and uh, it's such a good cause. So check it out. Um, like I said, uh, just Google Teddy Ball 2022, and uh, you can find everything about it. So, um, let's see what else are we talking about here today. Oh, it looks like Alan's on the line. He wants to talk about Prius batteries. So let's see what he's got to say. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing? Uh, doing doing fine. Uh, doing better listening to your show. Well, thank you. Um, anyway, uh, that last caller that called in about the Prius, uh, we have a 2005 Prius, and uh, they're great cars, beautiful cars to drive. But it's kind of scary until you get some learn some things about it as a as a car owner. Um, if you ever accidentally the, uh, the overhead lights on and close the door and, and, you know, walk in the house or whatever, and you come in out the next morning and it's completely dead, it won't start mm-hmm. that starter battery. Uh, I talked to a guy named Jeff down in the interstate battery over on, uh, San Diego university uh-huh. about that. And he said that, uh, it's ac- it's not actually a standard battery. It's a capsule is what he called it. Yeah. And um, it just doesn't have the capacity to run accessories uh, very long. No, not at all. So yeah. what happens when, when you run into something like that? First thing I did was call my service guy out at Toyota. And he said, uh, he told me about the uh, place where you could uh, put a charger on the car. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's like a, a fuse block on the driver's side, right on the, uh, near the firewall. Correct. Uh, you pull that cover off, and there's a little flipper color, cover that has a terminal on it where you can hook up a battery charger. Yes, sir. And get the thing charged up again, and then you're ready to go. Yep. So it's, yes, sir. It's kind of scary until things like that happen. Prius is a, a pretty complex car, and uh, so you, you just, just things are kind of learned the hard way. Um, anyway, that, that starter battery, I've kind of had it in my mind to, to try and get a hold of one somewhere if, uh, if they recycle them. And just cut it open and see what's inside. But I haven't done that yet. It's just well. And the the thing about that, it, it I can tell you this: when you're replacing that battery, it it has to be replaced with that group battery that they make. There's it, it you know sometimes people replace. There's some batteries that are the same size and width, but are different cold cranking amps, et cetera. And I've seen people put different batteries. That that battery is very specific. It has to be replaced with uh, the exact same group style battery. For sure, on a Prius when you're doing that, very important. Yeah, I'm wondering if there isn't more to that than just being a battery. I mean, there are no external connections other than just the you know the the plus output. But um, there may be something different about it. If he called it a capsule, it might be a, a small battery with some electronics in there, something like that. Um, there's no electronics in the, that battery. Um, so not that start, not the starter battery as far as that goes. But um, and it, you know, I know it's. It, it's what we call kind of remote where it's put as far as that goes, but there's a lot of cars. Chrysler does that on their, a lot of their regular vehicles too. Um, so that with, with the, with the charge terminal up under the hood and the batteries, uh, located elsewhere as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, 
you know, it's uh, you you are right about one thing. And dead, if you don't know where to go to to charge that up, it's a problem. Have you ever opened one up, or or do they turn those in for uh, um, salvage or, or like rebuild or anything like that? Yeah, they well, there's a core on them every time you buy one, so we turn them in. I I've never um. I've never cut one open. No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I seriously think it is just a lead acid battery. They call it a capsule because it's sealed, but uh, I, I believe it. It is just a lead acid battery. Okay, that's good to know. Thanks for telling me. So I didn't cut it, cut it open. Yeah, the, I don't. I would. I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, but you could probably Google and see what's inside one. I'm sure that someplace. You know, the internet's such an amazing thing. Some some someplace but uh yeah i do believe it's just a lead acid battery okay good deal thanks brian no problem alan always great to talk to you hey have a wonderful safe thanksgiving okay thank you too and the same good talking to you take care thank you bye, bye. so good good question there but uh, yeah don't cut a battery open that's i would not recommend it and i want anybody saying that the auto the auto man said to cut a battery open that'd be a terrible thing to have happen so Oh, let's see here. Mr. Al. Good morning, Al. Hi there. What you doing, my friend? You have a Prius battery question, I see. Yeah, that's right. Um, A hybrid battery or starter battery question? A starter battery. It's a very small battery. It's tiny. It is. You're right. Even the terminals are not normal size on the blasted thing. Correct. Yeah. If you're going to replace one of those, you have to do it with the exact same group style battery. That's for sure. Well, anyway, I violated the the code. And when my battery went dead, I just jumpered it with another battery in the back. Uh And I'm getting poor mileage. And a friend of mine who's got a Prius, he put in the exact small battery, and he says his mileage went way up. Now, how can a tiny battery like that affect your mileage? It just depends on if, I mean, there's so many things on cars that affect, you know, on a Prius, if you take the funny hubcaps off and put trick wheels on, your mileage will go down too. Do you know why? What kind of wheel? I said if you it put any other kind of wheel t- rims on the car, if you take oh. off the factory rims and wheels, uh, also if you use uh, 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 a non-hybrid tires, that, that car requires specific tires, same thing, gas mileage goes to crap. So um, there's – what's that? I'm just laughing. Oh, but, so there's all kinds of things like that. So, I mean, as far as the electronics go and how the car is controlled, um, yes, the way that battery's designed, et cetera, is for that vehicle. And I could see where it could affect it. How or why exactly, I can't tell you that. But uh, there's a lot of things when you don't do the OEM proper uh, way. And keep in mind, because the car was engineered specifically for the components on it and yeah. to get the best gas mileage when, when they build those. So that's why. Yeah, but it should make logical sense, too. There should be a way to explain why this stuff happened. But this guy claims his mileage went way up when when he put in that tiny battery rather than... Uh, well, it went back up. It went back to normal is what it did. Um, and previously, it had dropped off from uh, not, not having uh, um, the right uh, components on the vehicle. So um, an engineer could probably tell you exactly why, but uh, that engineer's... Uh, from Prius, but uh, I don't. I just know that there's so many things on so many, even other cars, hybrids, etc. You change things out, it affects the gas mileage on them. Okay, very good, Brian. Thanks a lot. Oh, always, Al. Good to talk to you. You have a wonderful, safe Thanksgiving. Okay, my friend. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye. Always great question. It's bat. It's battery week. Let's see what Frank's doing. Good morning, Frank. Hey, good morning. What's Listen, happening? I got up early this morning, washed my car, but when I went outside, I had to pick up my dishwasher from Costco yesterday, and, and uh, I left the trunk of the car open on that little Kia that I have. Oh, no. And the batteries, batteries did. When I went to start it, it wouldn't start. And I, when you guys are talking about it this morning, I go, oh, no, it's not that little battery in the back. Yep. You know, it, is it something else? Oh no no no! So yeah, the the uh, starter battery's 
probably dead on it. So, uh, you you, okay. you should be able to uh, trickle charge it up though. I know you have a trickle charger, right? Oh, I do. I yep. do. Yep. I have a- Just put her on there. Give give her give her on low charge. Give her in three four hours. She'll come right back to life. Is it the one in the back though? Yes, sir. On the oh good. I, when he was talking about one. Up front, where you had to hook it up, and I go, "Oh, shit, oh well, you're on the, you, yeah, yours." He, we're talking that was talking about a Prius, so there's oh. a charge terminal up <laughs> up front for those. Yeah, so yeah, different cars have different uh, spots where they put them at, but uh, uh, yeah, if you can get directly to that, then it, it'd be just fine. Yeah, I had to borrow my daughter's car today. Oh. Take the dogs to the dog trimmer, <laughs> and we're leaving at five o'clock tomorrow morning. I go, oh no! Oh, you guys heading out on your trip you tomorrow? Yeah, we're headed up to Seattle, north of Seattle for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll get the battery charged up on that bad boy, and uh, and oh, uh, yeah. that way you sure. can you can get on the road tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, hey, you guys have a, a super happy uh, Thanksgiving, and my best to Kevin. Hope he's doing well. He's coming along fine, but I will uh, let him know uh, that you were thinking of him, Frank. Alrighty, and thank you for the info. You. Uh, Got my blood pressure back down. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> Always here to help, man. <laughs> All righty. You guys you, take care. You too. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Be safe. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. So, good, good questions. And we're, we t- today turned into battery day. I know. That's okay. I like I, that. Yeah. I like all, a lot of questions, honestly. I learn everything new about every single day from working with you here. So, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon we're going to have you working on a car. I know. I should. Yeah. I should go into the uh, 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 the trade school for. Uh, there you go. I'm going to send you to school. Send you to school. All right. Let's see what James has got going on. He's got a die question. Good morning, James. Good morning, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Um, I have a question about like oil leaks. Okay. My truck. My truck doesn't drip any oil on the ground, but uh, I do have some moisture around uh, like the the. the, the Head gasket or okay. the, the um, head and uh, manifold. So, do you guys do like a fluorescent dye or something to determine how severe the oil leaks are? Because I don't have any drips on the ground. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that, we do do that. It's called a dye test, and that's how we usually find oil leaks, et cetera, things like that. Are you uh, are you using oil? Do you have to add oil to the truck though? No. Okay, so it's not using anything. So, in what what year make a model truck? We talking about? It's a 1995 Chevy S10. Okay. Six-cylinder. So, it, it, and when you say there's oil, does it just look like it, it's seeping oil and there's like like cake dirt on it? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's such a small oil leak. It's not, not active, you know, as far as that goes. We usually, you know, as long as it's not getting on the exhaust manifold or anything like that where it's actually um, uh, becoming a leak, um, something like that looking at, we tell you don't, there's nothing, no reason to spend money to do anything with it as far as that goes because it's almost just like weeping is what it is, and it's weeping out through the gasket. So um, once, if it does become a leak, then it's time to do something about it. Yeah, would it, would it also, like if it was more severe, like affect the belts or something? Well, it could if it was getting on anything. But I'm telling you, if it just looks like uh, moist cake, that's what we call it. Like, you know, it looks like that there. It's not an active leak. It's just barely seeping and the dirt has stuck there it won't affect anything and it won't get on anything it's not leaking yeah, enough. Plus it's, it's such an old old truck too i mean 1995 yeah we're gonna have a little bit of that here and there no question about it so it, yeah. yeah that's yeah. that cool. but if it becomes an active leak then then it's time to take a do do the dye test and take a good look at it figure out where it's leaking from and, and get her fixed up and then as far as like uh if i wanted to do like a, a gasket set i mean could you pull the engine and just do a, a manifold and a, a pan and a head a valve cover gasket, or did you do like? Well, well, some of those. Where is this up on top? The motor by the valve covers you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do something, we just pull the valve covers and do that. You don't, you don't pull the engine out and do everything else. You know, so that's pretty simple. Yeah, not too bad at all. All right, splendid. Right. Yeah, easy stuff. Hey, I have a joke. As long as it's clean, go for it. Oh, it's, it's a clean joke. It's okay, cute. go for it. Okay, uh, uh, birds fly in flocks like seagulls, mm-hmm. and uh, bees are like in swarms, and fish swim in schools, right? So they're kind of 
supposed to be smart, you know, schools. Correct. What did one fish say to the other fish when he swam into a cement wall? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, huh? I give that joke a 10 out of 10. There, there you go. Hey, James, that was awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, you guys have a splendid, uh, safe Thanksgiving. You do the same, my friend. Be safe out there and make sure and eat lots of good food and enjoy family. I'm going to gobble some turkey. There you go. That's the way to do it. Be safe. All right. Have a wonderful good Thanksgiving. Good work, guys. Thank you. Good talking to you. Bye. Bye. So, good stuff. Good questions. Through and through, huh? We burned up the whole hour, Brendan. What? Oh, that's what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. I, well, are, you, are you yelling at uh, me? No, right no, 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 no. I, did I didn't do it on the air. Don't worry. Oh, oh you didn't? <laughs> no, I, I did it on your head. <laughs> gotcha. There's two different buttons, guys, if you were wondering. There's one for on air and then one for just in his Yeah, headphones. he can talk into my ear where you guys can't hear him sometimes. But oh, yeah. uh, Don't worry. I'm not making secrets to you. Like, oh, gosh, this caller is so talk. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> he does not do that. No, I don't. No, but he does uh, uh, sneak in the time telling me how much time I have left. So uh, just like, see, you didn't hear that. He just said one minute so that I know. So that way when I'm talking, sometimes I can keep talking and, and ignore him. So anyway, folks, uh, San Diego and everybody else out there. Hey, man, we appreciate you joining us. I want you all to have an amazing Thanksgiving. Be safe uh, and uh, make sure and uh, enjoy family and uh, get some of that good food, man. This is one of those holidays where it's all about eating. That's why it's Brendan's favorite holiday for sure. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. So keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1. All you got to do is go to Answer 1170 and Weekend Shows, and you can download our podcast or listen in. Until next Saturday, be safe. Take care. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.